Welcome back to the Gripe Podcast. This Hi. is your girl, Allison. This is your geisha, <laughs> Kai. <laughs> Did that just pop into your head? I'm into it. Except you're not Japanese, no, but whatever. Um, hi guys, welcome back. Hi. It's uh, springtime in Seattle. Spring has sprung. And normally, you know, I like to not be here in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go last year? Did you go someplace? South Carolina and Hawaii. Oh, oh that's right. I'm doing that again this year. Later. We need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but the reason why I don't like to be here is because the weather sucks. It's cold and it's rainy. You know I'm into it. But this year it's like actual springtime. But it's also, there's a, a bite in the air still. It's kind of chilly still. Yeah. And I like that. But it's sunny. Yeah. You know, so people are in a better mood. But um, it's so cold enough to layer. True. <laughs> it's bizarre to me. So bizarre. How so bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's glorious. I'm going to move this over. Okay. How are you doing? I'm super. Yeah? Yeah. What's the goss? What's the goss? What's the tea? Um, I laughed. I've been laughing super hard. Um, have you seen The Pope recently? No. Oh, my God. You guys, if you haven't seen The Pope, you should Google or YouTube or Instagram, like, Pope kissing what happened okay so there is this footage out there it's a a static camera um there was some events at a church i'm assuming (laughs) and the pope is there with his like you know his cohorts next to him and there's like a big line of people just waiting to shake his hand Mm -hmm. and to be touched by him whatever for whatever reason everybody wants to kiss the man's hand or a ring or something. Is this a thing with Catholics? It is with Catholics, okay. yeah. The Pope is not having it. He's having none of it. So every time, like, he'll... And he this puts is, his, like, the nice Pope, yes. too. He, okay, so they he puts his hand out to shake their hand. Mm-hmm. They take his hand, and then most of the people will take his hand and, and lean in or pull the hand closer to the mouth so they can kiss this ring or his hand, whatever the case might be. And he like snatches his hand back (laughs) over and over and over. It is the funniest thing ever. How have I not seen this? It's hilarious. Where do you see it? On the gram? On the gram. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna pause the thing right now just so I can like show Allison, but we'll be back in two seconds. Okay, bye. Bye. Germs on his hand. See, my thing is like he's super prudish because he's the Pope. Oh, but he's not that kind of Pope. He's like the cool. <laughs> he's the cool Pope. Yeah. I think that he doesn't want to die soon. <laughs> and germs. And he's he a does, And he doesn't want to purell. You know what? Purell the shit out of your hands. Let I don't them know kiss if your they hand. have Purelli over in Italy. <laughs> I was like, he's super prudish. He thinks it's pervy that these Catholics want to kiss his hand. And he's trying to not touch them. No, because he's like the Pope of the people. I get he it. He likes being amongst the people. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think that he's like into germs right. or afraid of germs. He, he's not squeamish about like hugging people. Correct. Right? So that's why this whole thing is so confusing to me. And hilarious. That that was really funny. And the the video that Kai showed me, some guy had overlaid like audio. Blake Weber. Yeah. You're too close. Um Yeah, so I kinda shirked my Kai and I call this portion of the gripe the pre pre. <laughs> and I've kind of shirked my portion of the pre pre because Guys, I've been a little down in the dumps over the news. Like, there's a lot of shit in the news. Well, I was kind of excited about like this Mueller report coming out, and then it turns out that they quote unquote didn't find evidence Mm -hmm. of collusion, Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't rule on whether he thought President Forty Five had obstructed justice or not. That was for somebody else to come up with Congress, I suppose. Uh And. Guys, after all of this, I feel like I can see another 45 presidency right. in 2020. And I, I've I just accepted it. I'm I like, had not thought that that 40, was possible. Yeah. I, I mean, was like, it's, it's for sure, like, for sure they colluded. Like, I mean, there's so many questions, right? And now I'm like, this is just going to give everybody more ammunition to vote for him again. I think. Mm, I don't know. Because it was two years and, like, how many millions of dollars was this investigation? You know what I mean? Yeah, but just because it doesn't have whatever smoking gun 
in the report, it doesn't mean he's an asshole still. Oh, yeah. He's still terrible. He's still terrible. Yeah. So, whatever. If it happens, it happens. I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep it moving, honey. <laughs> you're going to keep, keep it moving. You're going to keep your head up. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Do me. <laughs> I mean, but yes, the news is terrible. I got to say, Jesse Smollett, you guys, the whole thing. It, it's, Hello. He has been... The Chicago PD has dropped all charges against Jesse. Okay, and you know what else is some shit? What's some shit? All of his, his case is sealed. Nobody can look and see what happened, why the charges were dropped. That's crazy. Like, it's some this, See, this I am glad shakedown. that I held out judgment. Because it's like, there was no... I mean, it's like, yeah, there was a lot of circumstantial weirdness around this, the whole situation. But there wasn't any evidence of anything. You know what I mean? What about the check, though? Yeah, but, so the check he wrote to those guys because he was training for a video, and they were personal trainers. Mm. I didn't write, like, hardware supplies. See what is Home <laughs> Depot supplies and the Remember floor. the rope. <laughs> In the memo. <laughs> Total. I mean, yeah, so, you know, and I think that, that you have to take the context into consideration. It's the Chicago PB that does not have a positive relationship with people of color, with black folks in, in particular. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like, yeah, this, hold that judgment. How bizarre. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the name of this podcast. So, I mean, even like with you mentioning this whole, the case is sealed. Mm-hmm. That's fishy as fuck, right? Yeah. Um, it's fishy because who knows what happened. And, um, Maybe something amiss happened, and we just don't know it. But at the same time, it's like if he, if all charges have been dropped against him, that's something, you know. Like you gotta. Well, it wasn't. They weren't saying they're dropping the charges because he's innocent. They're saying they're dropping the charges because he's not a risk, a threat to society. The jails are full, and he's done a lot of volunteer service. I don't know. There's something not clean in the milk with all of this. Oh, the whole thing's dirty. Nobody tried to drink that milk. <laughs> <laughs> that milk has done spoilt. Oh, it's it stank. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Anyways. So that's our news, you guys. You, we can't believe a goddamn thing <laughs> that's happening out there. It's all, do I, dare I say it? Fake news. Mm. Dare I? Did you, you just did I it. just did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is terrible, but I have to mention it. Oh, God. This is not fake news, but it's awful. And it's awful. I'm, I, I'm going to... Put um, what do you call it? A trigger warning out there. You know I hate that word. Um, but you just, I just have to do it. Okay, so this was in Alaska. There were these. Um, so there's someone's doing some research on these bears, right? And they're hibernating up there, I guess, in Alaska right now. And apparently, there's a son and a dad who are two grown ass men skiing, cross country skiing, I guess. And they saw a big black bear sleeping in, like, a tree hollow. It was hibernating. What? Please don't tell me they, like, messed with this bear. They fucked up this bear. Why? So one guy has his shirt off. They pull out their guns. And they just shoot this goddamn bear. Why? Exactly. And then so what they didn't know was because this research was being done, it was being filmed. So they were caught on film shooting this hibernating bear that was like, it knew something was going on because it was like crying out because it, it was scared. Yeah. And there were two cubs with it. What the fork? I know. So they annihilated this entire bear family. It's all caught in tape. They came back a couple days later to clean up their mess. So they, the shell casings they took, they... Like, hit these little baby bears, you know, someplace where they couldn't be found. And I guess in the recording, which I will not watch, um, one of them has heard, yeah, this is our land. We go where we want. We kill shit. So are these, like, native Alaskans, or are these people that are visiting Alaska? Uh, I think they live in Alaska. Okay. Yeah. But it's... Icky. It's, it's like gross. Sarah it's so Palin's sad. son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, are they going to go to jail or anything? Yes. One. Well, it's it sucks because I think one of them 
the dad was, was jailed. His sentencing was, um, he was being, he's going to jail for three months, three months, and he can't hunt for 10 years. I think that's what it was. And then the son has like probation or something like that. Mm. So Interesting. I know. I guess there are some parts in Alaska where it is legal to shoot a bear, mm-hmm. but I don't think that, but this was a place where you cannot do that. And especially when it's hibernating. Yeah. You know. Man, that is... It's why. It's people, like a why. Like, why? Like, does it elevate you? You feel like a big, hot man now because of this? Oh, well, yeah, they did, obviously. That's why they're yelling out, this is our land. Mm, right? Yeah. I'm sorry to bring that up, but I just had to. So who, was that a trigger warning to? I don't know, people that don't want to hear this business, this gross, like, killing animals that are helpless and defenseless. Um, did you hear about that gal? This is, like, local news. That two teenagers last year, mm. um, they were going bridge jumping because you know that's like a thing. <laughs> People in Columbia and South Carolina did that when uh-huh. I was in high school. You'd go jump off a bridge anyway. Um, they were getting ready to bridge jump in Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. And one teenager was like hesitating. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And then she got pushed off by her friend. And then she got pushed off by her friend. Yeah. Well, that, the friend that pushed her off got sentenced to two days in jail. Two days. Two days. This just happened? Yeah. After all that media mess? Yeah. All the attention? Two days. And she has to pay like $300 and then do, yeah, $300. She basically stole a pack of cigarettes. Pretty much. <laughs> right? 60 oh feet. Like, she deserved more than That's two days terrible. in jail. Yeah. Can you imagine being pushed 60 feet off a bridge? I don't even like to jump off the high dive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to jump off the side of a pool. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of falling. <laughs> what happened? We have another case of somebody trying to take a selfie and mm. dying. Mm. What? Grand Canyon. First what? of all... This is a selfie? Yeah. A selfie death? He, well, I can't say I, if it was a selfie, but he was taking pictures, and he slipped and fell, fell a thousand feet, and he died. Oh, my God. And my question is, I've never been to the Grand Canyon, have you? No. Are there not, like, mm. guardrails? There are, there are. I mean, if I remember from the Brady Bunch episode <laughs> where they went to the Grand Canyon for a vacation... And they met a Native American boy when they got lost. <laughs> yes, there are. There's like little rails to protect you. <laughs> First of all, can I just buy like a commercial flight to take me over the Grand Canyon and I can see everything? <laughs> no. It'd be like take me to Arizona, and I'm like, oh, there's Grand Canyon. Let me just say this. That's all I need. Okay, I get that he died and everything. That sucks. I think. I mean, you know, unless it's like a thinning of the herd situation <laughs> that we're used to. Um, if you are like a part of the Grand Canyon Committee. <laughs> Make some money, buy a green screen, yeah, and let people take, you know, pictures that look daring mm. in front of the green screen. Yeah, superimpose something in the back, boom. Yeah. They got their selfie, you got 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? True. Everyone wins. No one dies. It's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Which reminds me, um, Michelle Obama. Hey! I saw Michelle Obama on Your Sunday girl. night. Yes. And they had tons of selfie stations. They did? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. It was like, probably... Did you partake? No. You I know. haven't seen any posts. You know I'm not standing in line. <laughs> oh, it's a, they're long. Okay. Yeah, because it was lines. a picture of Michelle, like, with her hands up, or, like, with her, you know, doing her muscle Cutouts? Not cutouts, but like a big poster, okay. and you could pose with her, and like she's holding the book and all this stuff. Am I not describing this well? So I'm taking a picture with a poster. Yes. Hell no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna wait in line to take a picture there with a poster. Were long no, ma'am. The lines. If I can take a picture with Miss Obama herself. Yes, and they were free. So. <laughs> She won't make any money yeah, off of those yeah, selfie yeah. stations. However, so that night was very fun. It was down in Tacoma at the Tacoma Dome, which I feel like was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Surprise. Started, Surprise thing that happened. Yes. Um, started at 8 p.m., which That's felt late. late. That's late. On a Sunday night. Yeah. Um, however... I'm super excited to see Michelle Obama, and I've got my friend with me that likes politics, and we're all excited, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the lights go out, and they have people on stage that are going to introduce Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Five people. Five? That's 
Yeah. It's a big intro. Sue Bird, who is a WNBA player here for the Seattle Storm. There was a uh, JBLM uh, military wife. Okay. Sierra. Yeah, girl. Sierra. She looked amazing. Um, There was a Girl Scout, a young Girl Scout. Was she she hawking cookies? She was talking about what her goals are in the Scouts. (laughs) And then my boy... The Eddie voice, better. The voice, Eddie. The voice, better. <laughs> they saved the best for last. I grabbed my friend's leg and audibly gasped <laughs> and then started crying. <laughs> because I was so shocked. Like, I just... Oh, that's cute. And he, I mean, we're like hundreds of feet away. And I'm like... <gasps> and then I start crying. And I'm like, see, this is why I can never meet him. Because if I was within feet... You do not know how to act I would not, with him. I would not know how to act. And so... I love it. That was like, the whole evening was was made in the first five minutes. You know, we can go now. Without Michelle <laughs> hasn't even come on stage. We can leave. But she's just like so personable and sassy, sarcastic, mm-hmm. and funny, and obviously smart. It was... It was it was fun. I, I didn't get it. home until past midnight. What were some topics she... She was worth it. Yeah. Some um, topics that she talked about. Jimmy Kimmel was the moderator. Mm. So he would just ask her questions about the book. The whole oh, okay. thing was about the book. Got it. Yeah. Sweet. And so she... If you read the book, a lot of the stories were like just her giving a little more color to them. Mm-hmm. The stories that were already in the book. Got and then it. she added a couple more things. But... Um, she made fun of Barack Obama a lot. Uh-huh. You know, that's kind of fun to hear. Like, <laughs> trying to get that insider scoop. Uh-huh. Um, and talked about Sasha and Malia. And Jimmy Kimmel was like, why does everybody call them Sasha and Malia? Because Sasha's the younger one. Why is it Malia and Sasha? Why isn't uh-huh. it Malia and Sasha? And Michelle's like, I actually never thought about that. Because they call them Malia and Sasha. Oh. I don't know. I just thought that was a funny thing. Because uh-huh. everybody, I mean, I myself was just like, Sasha and Malia. Sasha and Malia. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Bring up the hard topics. He's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's that's my gosh. I like. Um, so we are a day late, shit. but not ever a dollar short. No. Um, I have one dollar in my wallet. <laughs> Can I have it? <laughs> yes. Um, and we had some uh, rescheduling yeah, issues. Some medical issues. Right. And so we're that, like, that kind of prompted this, this mm-hmm. whole uh, episode, this topic today. So this week we're talking about kind of what happens when you go to the ER, the doctor, maybe some interesting experiences you've had, mm-hmm. maybe when you feel like you're screaming into the void, like yeah. trying to get people to listen to you. Some of the inconveniences, just some of the petty and not so petty issues with the medical yeah. world. Um, so this, I had to reschedule because of my doctor's appointment. I'll just go first. Go. I'll just ah. I'll just dive right into it. Let's do it. Um, so I have very very sensitive skin. Like I have to use a certain detergent, a certain lotion, a She's certain. She's real delicate, you guys. I am. I'm a little George flower. I'm a little Georgia peach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you guys know if you listened last week, I'm traveling. I'm out of town. I get back home to Edmonds, Washington, on late Friday night. Saturday, my skin starts to feel a little funny. Just feel like a teenager. Yep. <laughs> Sunday, I wake up full on, eyes puffy, face in a complete rash, face and neck. Really? Just my face and just my neck. I wish I would gotten some photo evidence. Guys, I didn't even want to take a picture for myself. Like, I didn't want to remember myself that way. And then I'm thinking, like, is it just because I'm a vain person like admittedly I am a vain person I like to take care of myself mm-hmm. but this rash is happening on my face it's like the universe is trying to be like just touch me down a I notch. mean if you consider some vain I'll take vain over plastic okay right because you're not trying to get like fake cheekbones no, and like no, no, fatter no. lips and eye lifts all that stuff that's yeah, I, that's crossing the line. Right. If you're vain, this is a, this is a good dosage of whatever that, that means. This is a good dosage yeah. of vain. I'm into it. Um, so I'm like, okay, is the universe trying to tell me something? Because I can't just not go anywhere, you know? You can't be a shut-in. I can't be a shut-in. Yeah. I have to, like, live my life. And then it's kind of that fun game of having people look at you. And, you know, some people are like, oh, did she, like, get some work done? And is it not <laughs> healing? Because my face is, like, that red. You, you can know? just play that up a little bit. So I, I, I just don't say anything. I'm like, you can guess. 
try to figure out if you want. <laughs> anyway, so I finally get my doctor's appointment because while I'm joking about it, it is wildly uncomfortable, like having kind of a wet, itchy rash on your face. That's not from any medication. That's just from the and reaction, whatever's happening to, to your face. something, yes. Have you tried veils? <laughs> like Samantha. <laughs> like Samantha on Technology. Yeah. It's all about veils. <laughs> So um, I finally get an, a doctor's appointment yesterday, which is kind of a a moo point because um, and that's a friend's, they say moo. That's a friend's yeah, reference. I was gonna say, did she say moo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Joey? Of course. The point's moo. <laughs> I felt like I needed to say that because I didn't want our listeners to think we were, I was dumb. <laughs> I meant to say that. Yeah. Anyway, because it had almost gone away by then, but um, oh, it did. It was like definitely less red than it had been at the height it. of its rashiness, and so it was a. It was at my primary care clinic, but my normal doctor couldn't see me, so I saw another doctor, and he's like, um, "I mean, you could always look like this." It's, what does that mean? <laughs> he's like, "I need you to show me a picture of yourself without the rash." He was saying, like, this could be normal looking. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, why would I be here? Like, I have small business insurance. <laughs> it's not that great. I have to pay $50 just to go to the doctor's so office. So, to my point, you should have taken a selfie. Is but what he wanted. he wanted a picture of me without the rash. What? Oh. So, I have plenty of those selfies. Oh, I see. So, I had to go through my photos uh-huh. and decide which one of my selfies do I want to show the He's doctor. He's like, is there a filter on this? <laughs> Because <laughs> you look real good here. I thought that was strange. <laughs> because like clearly it was it's like a it's a red rash, you know? And uh I had to Say go Say rash again. Rash. <laughs> then I had to go through my photos. And he thought, ma'am, this is from two thousand eight. <laughs> Wow. And so I showed him a picture of me from like a week and a half ago, and I like zoomed in. I'm like, this is what I look like. And he's like, yeah, okay, you have an allergic reaction. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, wait, so he, did he not believe you? I'm like, drop the mic. Hello, Dr. Ding Dong. <laughs> like, what? Did he not believe you? I don't understand. He was just a weird dude. And uh, <laughs> then when he basically just tells me to up my, you know, my level of Zyrtec, he gets up and walks out. Okay. Like, are we done? Yeah. Are we finished? That's exactly what I did. Is there a ballet in a ring? Are we I finished? stood like, up. Happening? I opened the door, and he's still standing there. And I'm like, "Can I? Am I? Are we done?" Uh-huh. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're free to what? leave." What? <laughs> yeah. So this member last week we talked about, or a couple weeks ago, if you're officiating a wedding, you may be seated. Yeah. Let a bitch know. Yes. Let a bitch know. He just got up and left. Yeah. <laughs> Normally they like shake your hand or like they give you a piece of paper right. or something. They say thank you. They they hug you. They kiss you on the lips. Now I know why this doctor had open appointments. Is all I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's funny. So um, that's that's why. Are you? I mean. Hospitals are kind of a place that are depressing. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I get like the most important thing that happens is like that when life comes out of there, people give birth, all that stuff. That's cute. People also die. That's cute. <laughs> but I feel like more people die or are dying or gotta get fixed up. So it's not, hospitals are not a comfortable place for me. They never have been. Okay. Um, the first time I was taken to a hospital, uh, was I think I was in junior high. Yeah, I think it was junior high. I was hanging out with my Lisa's, mm-hmm. Lisa and Lisa, um, and all of a sudden, everything started getting bright. Like, all the whites became super white, mm-hmm. and, like, it was, like, the whites were coming off the page, and then, and then I got really sick and got a headache, felt super nauseous. I, like, drug myself to the nurse's office. You drove yourself? Drug. I, like, drug myself. Oh, okay. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, just go ahead and take a nap on the cot, whatever. So I, I put myself down, and I was not feeling any better. And then I started getting more nauseous, went to the bathroom, and, like, it felt good to, like, lay on that dirty, oh, gosh, cold no, tile. No. I mean, it was the only thing that I could do to not feel like the room was spinning around me because I was feeling sick and nauseous and it was really gross. And then when I would sit up, I'd puke. 
in the toilet. And then it's like, oh, my happy tile place. <laughs> so it's really, it's weird. And then so the nurse, like, came and found me, like, um, in the stall. <laughs> and they called the hospital. They called the, an ambulance. And they rushed me to the ambulance. And, um, I mean, it turned out just to be my first migraine. Mm, that's know? what I was going to guess. And it was funny because I'm sitting there and uh, I don't know who was, whether it was a nurse or um, a doctor or whatever, like, do you know what year it is? 1964. (laughs) Do you know who the president of the United States is? I don't want to (laughs) know. And so they're asking these, like, random questions, which I thought was really funny. Because, like, I mean, I knew, you know. Well, how'd you, Pat? You hadn't hit your head or anything. No, but I think that they had to just as precautions or whatever, figure out if I was, like, losing my mind or what my state of mind was. Mm. So um, so that was really funny to me. Um, and it just turned out to be a migraine, which is kind of odd. It's kind of odd that you had to go to the hospital. I know, that. exactly. And I've gotten maybe, I don't know, maybe two or three ever, like, since then. Yeah. So it's not really a part of my life, thank God. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, my first encounter with being in a hospital and... Um, I guess they kind of cared, but it was not a big deal. It wasn't like, you know, your person that was pretty dismissive and, <laughs> you know. Odd. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder why migraines usually attack people. Like, like what's people get them over and over and over yeah. and over again. Right. What is that person's profile that makes yeah. them susceptible to migraines? Yeah. It's pretty terrible. So I have a couple of, like... Funny things that I've said to anesthesiologists, like as I've been going under. So, have you ever had? How like, many times have you been under? Um, three. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. Yeah. Have you not ever been under? I feel like I was supposed to be under for a dental something, mm-hmm. but I was up the entire time. But could you feel it? No, I, I don't remember feeling it. No. Like having your uh, wisdom teeth taken out Correct. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's like literally like a gas mask on my face. They're like inhale deeply. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I mean, it's kind of fun. <laughs> like, see, y- y'all know, you avid listeners know that I don't do drugs, but I can see like <laughs> when you're breathing that in and you start to feel like that Loopy. woozy, like, going, like that's a fun feeling. So they always tell you to like inhale deeply and exhale. And so one time I told the anesthesiologist as I was drifting out in and out of consciousness, I said, I know how to breathe because I take yoga. And that's like. When was this? this Recently? This was like five years ago. I've been doing yoga a long time. And so I had to brag to him that I knew how to breathe. Yo, I can breathe. Because I take yoga. Mm -hmm. And then um, after I woke up, the guy talked to me, and he was from India. And he proceeded to, like, dog on whatever yoga (laughs) I was doing. And I'm like, dude, I was, like, under the influence of drugs Uh, when I said that. So He's like, if it's not Krishnamacharya, it's not real yoga. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Um, But then there's, like, some, you know, there's kind of a, this is more of a heartwarming story. Like, when I was having a procedure done, they had to put me under... And I wasn't in, like, the best mind frame. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't remember saying this, but the nurse wrote it down. And she quoted me, and she gave me the little card after everything was, like, said and done. But she was like, do you remember telling me that you've lived an amazing life? And I was like... Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't. And so she wrote down, and I still have the piece of paper. It said, it says, like, I've had an amazing life. Why did you write this down? She just was. She just wanted to give it to me. No, no. But why did you write it down, though? She oh, wrote it down wrote for it. me. I see. I see. She wrote it down for me. And you're just chit chatting. Yeah. Okay. I've had an amazing life. Because I was like, did she prompt to say, okay, if you don't make it, what would you like <laughs> me to say to your your loved ones? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening that she's telling you to say this? No, like we were just chit chatting. I see. <laughs> and I thought that was super nice. That is really. Nice. Because, like, obviously I was saying that and I wasn't in my right mind. You're and like, I'm like, tears streaming down your face. Like, lived like, a really great life. <laughs> if this yeah. is it. 
Well, I'm That's like, cute. I highly encourage you to be put under at some point. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just like, we can go find you some opiates and I I'm sure know. it feels the same way. You know I'm not into edibles. I can't do all that stuff. <laughs> it makes me too loopy, man. Too loopy, man. <laughs> too loopy. Um, the second time being in the hospital, I can remember, this was like much more sad. It was my grandpa's deathbed. Um, and that was just bizarre because like, that's our word of the day. <laughs> the mood was, was, was you know, it was super dark. Like, because I feel like it was like two in the morning. And like, the lights are very low. They're very dim. It's pretty empty uh, in the hospital. And um, we walked in and like my mom was there and a couple of my aunts. And um, like, I thought he was going to be fine, you know, but they're like, come over here. And say goodbye to your grandpa. I was like, what? This is terrible, mm-hmm. you know? And the weird thing is that, you know, I can't... We couldn't speak Judge's language. He, he didn't speak English. I didn't speak Vietnamese. Um, but we just communicated what we felt, you know? Um, just, like, by looking at each other and, like, by holding each other's hands. And um, Were you close with them? No. I mean, I couldn't be because there was a language barrier. Yeah. You know? Um, We'd see each other regularly, but we never actually had a conversation. So it was like a very bizarre situation. Again, bizarre. Um, (laughs) But like just that whole mood, like it's very specific and it's very hospitally, you know? And there's like the beep, you know, of the whatever machine he's hooked up to and the whatever IV drips he's hooked up to and... um, I don't know. Like that's what the, that's what I feel from hospitals. Like they're very solemn and very sad and, and I, sterile and sterile. Yeah, and clean. And I feel like why is all the equipment like from the seventies? Because what it feels like, yeah. you know. Um, so I don't know. I'm just like thinking about that, you know, and being in that space with someone that's dying and yeah. Um, the backdrop is like this very sad hospital. No. Yeah, I remember doing that with my grandmother, mm-hmm. my dad's mom, and I was had graduated from college, and I was in Charlotte, and uh, my parents told me I needed to get to Greenville, South Carolina, mm. and so I drove there. You know and, why? <laughs> okay, let's, I'm just gonna go. See you there. But why? <laughs> yeah, and it's there's. It kind of makes me wonder because, like, she didn't even know I was there, you know, my grandmother. Oh, yeah. And I feel like maybe if I can plan my death. Uh-huh. You'd rather... I want to be coherent. If I'm saying goodbye to people, I want to be coherent. Yeah. But if, if I'm just, like, laying there, don't call people to come say goodbye <laughs> to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of... Uh, pointless. Well, but maybe... Unless if it's... If it's for you. Yeah. Maybe if it's for you, I mean... For me to say per- goodbye. Yes. Yeah. And not so much for your grandma. This is really going downhill. But you know what? We, this is this is what we're dealing with. This is life. It's life. Yeah. yeah. This is dark. <laughs> no. I'm going to talk about a funny one. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I was pregnant with Charlotte... Hey. hey, girl. I think I was probably almost halfway done. Maybe, maybe a little more than halfway. I can't remember. Did you rent out the entire floor of your hospital? Like Beyonce. Like Beyonce did. (laughs) You should have. No, but I did choose my doctor based on where I would deliver. Right. um, Because I wanted it to be like a nice experience. And it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was. I Um, love that you have strategies. Well. It makes me very happy. Um. For everybody that is in this greater Seattle area, I delivered at Overlife Hospital in Bellevue. And I had my own room. I had my own, like, big old bathtub. Mm-hmm. It was like, a very chic experience. You know, and it was <laughs> it was wonderful. So I I would recommend that to anybody out there. Now, am I giving birth or am I at a spa? <laughs> yeah. What is it? <laughs> so I'm, like, I think I'm further than halfway point. So let's say I'm, like, 23, 24 weeks. And I'm still working at the yoga studio where mm. Kai and I met and you know that's a pretty chill environment wearing <laughs> yoga pants all the time stretching out things sitting on medicine balls and 
you know, I get up to go to the bathroom and I like I feel like I have to go urinate. Mm-hmm. And I get to the bathroom and I can't go. Like I'm like pushing. Uh-huh. Can't. You know, there's something in there. I put my hand under some warm water. You did? Yeah. I put my hand in the shower <laughs> to see. This will make me go. <laughs> Nothing. Uh-huh. And so I, I'm like, okay, this is bizarre because by now I really have to go. Uh-huh. And so I call the nurse and I'm like, um, have you ever heard of this? Like, I have to pee, uh-huh. but it's not coming out. But I can't. Yeah, I just cannot uh-huh. go. And the nurse is like, uh, you need to go to the emergency room. And I was like, you know. Pay all bitch, please. I am not going to the emergency room for this. I just thought I needed to, like, move around. I asked her. I'm Uh like, is there a move that I can do to kind of make something happen here? Should I do a handstand at the ball? (laughs) And she's like, no, you need to go to the emergency room. And I suggest you go, like, sooner rather than later. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I get uh, one of our mutual friends to take me to the emergency room. And I'm sitting in there, and they're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, I'm pregnant, and I have to go to the bathroom, and I cannot go. And they're like, okay, well, I'm going to need a urine sample from you. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just hear what I said? (laughs) Were you paying attention? Did you hear me? Do you understand? And I was just like, I don't think you understand. I can't go to the bathroom. That's why I'm here. Oh, okay. Let me go get somebody else. Do you know that two more people came in asking me for thing. a urine sample? <laughs> and that, you know, I, this is Groundhog Day. I was just like, I honestly felt like I was screaming into the void. <laughs> and I started to get angry. I was like, guys, because by this time, by the time I've gone from, you know, the Ballard Core Power Yoga to the emergency room and got admitted into a room, it's been like an hour and a half since I first called the nurse. Uh-huh. So the amount that I've had to pee has grown exponentially. Yeah, yeah, it hurts a little bit. And I can't go. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> and there's no way. And I just keep having these ding-dongs come in asking me for, for a urine, urine sample. sample. And I'm like, honey, if I could give you one, I would give you exactly. one. Exactly. So that would solve my problem, too. <laughs> finally, they bring in this, like, old... Uh, Witch. No. <laughs> she was a sorceress. It was like, I don't know, it was... They put this old machine up to my belly, and they were, like, seeing how much liquid I had Uh in my bladder. And they're like, oh, you have about a liter of liquid in there. And I'm like, yeah. Is that good? I really have to go. They're like, oh, I bet you're pretty uncomfortable, huh? It was like, what's what's that show with, like, Barney Fife? You know, when they're all... Barney fight. Where he's like the goofy police officer. Oh. Um, May- and they're in Mayberry. May- uh, with Ron Howard. And, yes. Uh, whatever. It would be whatever his name is. That's pretty much how I felt at the <laughs> at the emergency room. I was like, who is running this place? <laughs> so then he's like, would you like a catheter? And I mean, at that point, that's the only really option I had was sticking up tube up my vagina mm-hmm. and getting and emptying my bladder. So it pulls it out? Yeah. I don't don't ask me how they do it. Okay. But it is a tube. I they, just said it was like it's like uh, just in case it happens situation. No. But it actually withdraws the fluid. From you are the constantly peeing. Anything oh. that goes into your bladder flows out of this tube. Oh, cute. So I'm like, duh! Uh-huh. Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, well, you're gonna have to wear this for four days. <laughs> Why? Like, that's what the doctor recommended. Okay. Because apparently, Charlotte, of course, was sitting in such a manner that she was cutting off my bladder. Nice. And so... Good job, Char. That tube was closed. (laughs) And so I had to wear a catheter with a bag of pee on my leg for four (laughs) days. And so imagine, like... Well, I was going to talk about the pants because you have to wear really loose pants. (laughs) But I was pregnant, so I wasn't really, like, working that style thing. It was, like, very flowy... I, drapey. I wore the same pair of like silk pants that had a drawstring at the bottom. It was like I was uh, a genie. Yes. Genie. For the whole week. That's a hot look. Yeah. <laughs> you should put in a funny pony too. Just like, for the fall. 
Were we friends then? Yeah. Well, yeah, we were friends uh-huh. then. Do you, did you remember this about me? Of course me? I did. Yeah. But that was just like, I felt like that was one of the worst emergency room experiences I've ever had. It, poor bad bedside manner, Because right? I was just like, you nobody's listening to me. Yeah. I just felt like they were like taking notes. Mm-hmm. And, and then just going through their series of questions that they had to ask, which yeah. is, I'm sure, what they were doing. Right. Meanwhile, I had I had a whole Coke yeah. of liter in my belly. To seg, sort of segue from that, um, I had a really nice bedside manner situation. So um, it was my first HIV test. I was in college. And um, I did, and you know, I, I even like, being cognizant of HIV and getting tested and all that stuff, there was still a lot I didn't know, mm-hmm. right? And so I went, I got this HIV test in college. Um, it was part of like what we paid for. So I was like, oh my God, I can get this test done. And um, for whatever reason, I thought I caught something, mm-hmm. right? So I got, got the HIV test. Um, she gave me my results and it was negative. And I started crying. Because I was, like, so relieved, right? Um, And this woman was so sweet. Like, she was like, oh, my God, why are you crying? Like, she put her arm around me and was, like, patting me. And um, I just said, I I just didn't know. And I was scared. It's like, oh, my gosh. And then she asked me, like, well, what happened? And then so I described, you know, the situation that happened. And knowing what I know now... Yeah, I would not be afraid of contracting the virus. Mm-hmm. But I was back then. And when I told her, she's like, you've got nothing to worry about. And she was just the sweetest person. Um, and I remember her. I remember her face. Aww. I remember, like, how, how sweet she was. And um, I was like, is she like this all the time? Or was it just my situation? Because, like, you know, maybe I was being um, overreactive. And yeah. she was trying to be sweet. But... I think so there nice. there are people that are like definitely called to be in the health field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. that woman that I was talking about that wrote that little note down for me mm. and like gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. Like she That seems like extra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, that's not a typical thing and it's very sweet and it, you know, sort of underlines someone that is meant to be in that role, yeah. you know, in a positive way. Not to take away from you, but to take away from you <laughs> and to make it about me. Did I ever tell... I feel like I had to have told you this, but when you get pregnant, you have all these battery of tests to take, and one of them is they test your blood for HIV. Oh, okay. And um, I was, like, convinced that I had it. <laughs> for no apparent reason at all, Even right? I've been married to Aaron <laughs> for, like, nine years at this point. You might be on the down low. We don't know your life. <laughs> and I would, I would talk to Aaron and be like, listen, Aaron, listen, if I'm HIV positive. Oh, go on with that. Are you be gonna, happy. Are you going to leave me? Oh, like, what God. if I got it and I didn't know? <laughs> he would be like, bitch, I'm going to leave you because you're crazy. Because <laughs> you're crazy, exactly. <laughs> Not because of your status. <laughs> Because you're crazy. I am crazy. I truly am. <laughs> That's a sweet one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Positive bedside manner. We like that. We're into that. Have you ever not seen a doctor because of their, like, had gone to a doctor and then not seen them because of their bedside manner just because you weren't feeling them? The thing is, I'm not much of a doctor person anyways. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't go unless I have to go. Agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for me. Like, even this whole, you know, people were sick this season with the flu and stuff. I was like, who cares? I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, well, and you I'm, were. I'm you didn't not, get the flu. No, I'm not a go-see-the-doctor person at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that point is moo for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done, I've changed doctors twice mm, from mm-hmm. there. And both of them were, one was when I was pregnant and one was the Charlotte's pediatrician. Oh. So the one when I was pregnant, you know, you go in, you do the blood test, and did they confirm that you're pregnant, whatever. And I had all of these questions, and all she did was shove papers at me. She was like, you just need to read this. Oh. This, 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 and this. And yeah, this is not why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I have things to <laughs> like ask I wanted, you. I wanted to have a conversation. conversation yeah. And that was just one of those things where, like, she's in her day, Right. And she's like, I'm just a check on her to-do list. Mm-hmm, and here mm-hmm. I am, like, a newly pregnant person that's right. like, 
totally freaked out. Oh, you're like, this house going to be for nine months? Bye-bye. And I've mentioned this before, but she was wearing white high heels. I I don't know any of the story, so it's all new to me. (laughs) White high heels, we're not into it. Unless we're in the 80s. Then we're into it. Like, white... I actually might be into it today, because it's ironic. And white hot. boots are kind of a thing right now. So if it was 2018, 2019, and you were wearing white pumps, I still wouldn't like it. But if it was a white boot, I'd be okay. But this was 2014. So white boots weren't even on the thing, on the horizon. And white pumps were even worse. And I was like, you have hushed me out of here. Uh-huh. Giving me a stack of papers. And I'm not into your fashion. And your third strike is your white pumps. <laughs> I'm fucking. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye. bye. Yes. <laughs> and then with the pediatrician, Charlotte was like two weeks old and I was a mess. I didn't know what I was doing. Charlotte just cried all the time. Mm. And the woman, like, she amped up my anxiety oh. and gave me more. It was like she could tell. She didn't try to placate me and, like, be like, you are, you know, you're doing great, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. She, um, <laughs> She's like, you okay, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, gave me more things to worry about. Oh, okay. That's not helpful. And so then, I, yeah, I changed pediatricians after that. Yeah. So, because my mom was with me, and it was, like, me, my mom, and Aaron all in Charlotte's first, like, doctor's appointment, and... You know, my mom obviously raised two children, and she was in her right frame of mind, whereas I was in a crazy frame of mind. And I think if she had known, like, something was wrong with Charlotte, she would have, like, let me know. (laughs) And uh, my mom was like, no, that doctor is crazy. You need to, like... And I was like, okay, okay. Thanks for validating my feelings. Yeah. So, but bedside manner... I think it's hard, like, because we we know a lot of doctors, mm-hmm. right? And you have to like walk that fine line of being like the the friend, like the chummy person that's here to answer all your mm-hmm. questions, but also like gotta get, I get gotta get moving. to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why they get paid the big bucks. Okay. <laughs> they can um, navigate. The last thing on my list um, when I did I talk about my heel. Before. How you scared everybody? Oh, yeah. So, if you don't remember, I was having a nightmare. I was sleeping. A nightmare. In my, little bear, in my bed. And um, I was being attacked. <laughs> and in my dream, I had an opportunity to karate kick one of my assailants. In real life, <laughs> I'm sleeping. I'm laying in my bed. I actually did raise my leg up in there and y'all know I do some yoga so it goes up far and high and it's got some momentum and then I karate kicked my assailant in the dream but I I kicked the side of my bed in real life and I sliced my heel open I woke up right away I reached down and I felt blood Mm. and I was like uh fuck I gotta go to the hospital I just knew so I just like in my haze got my clothes on put on my flip flops and drove to the emergency room. Were you just, like, blood everywhere? Um, kind of. And this was in your old car. This is my old car, yeah. Not Mags. <laughs> Not Mags. Um, and so what I what was interesting about that situation was, like, again, it's super late at night. And people in the ER, like, you're just there with their shit. Like, there's no masking anything. People that are in pain are in pain. And they're, you know, they're crying out. It's real life up in the ER. Mm-hmm. And you just... You just it's exposed. It's no for, George Clooney. No, no. And it's this weird thing is like you can't you can't hide, you know, you can't mask, you can't cover anything up. Um and it's sad. Mm-hmm. You know. Like the guy next to me, he wasn't of a lot of pain. He didn't know what it was. But he was like just like writhing and groaning and his family was there and they didn't know what was wrong. Um and then I saw someone else like in their um that gown. You know, mm-hmm. like just a big old mess. Yeah. You know, it's just a weird, weird place to be. Yeah. You know, real life. And then man. you posted that. That happy face. That, hey. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> this was like so many years before the gripe, but Kai posted a hospital selfie. Mm-hmm. Of, well, it wasn't a selfie. It was like of your foot. Something from the hospital bed. And everybody, like, thought you were dying. Uh-huh. And it was like, no, you just cut your foot. I did. Yeah. I- I'm all right. 
I need some stitches. Yeah. And then I got that hospital bill. I was like, really? Ooh, it cost this much. It? it was a lot. Um, I don't remember exactly, but. That's always. A couple thousand. It's intense. Yeah. So, my last one. Well, I had to actually ask our friend Andy, like, hey, is this legit, this bill? Or is this, you know, someone putting me over? He's like, oh, no, it's legit. I was like, okay, I'll pay it. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <It's> um, <laughs> my last one, this is another kind of funny one. So, in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. I used to drive a Vespa all around. Oh, I love. Yeah. And I got into an accident. So, you did? Mm-hmm. I'm driving home from work, and um, a car, I'm on Park Road, for anybody that lives in Charlotte, and the car just got over really quickly. And so I had did to, Did they like, not see you? I don't think they saw me. Oh, fucker. So I, it's handbrakes, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I clicked the handbrakes, and I did it so fast that I just fell over. Oh. It's actually kind of dangerous, because, you know, this car's behind me. Physics, I could have right? like, run over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the car just keeps driving. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he just leaves the scene. But and you're shaking your fist. <laughs> Damn you, Salazar. Yes. But several people stopped to help me. And um, I'm, like, completely shaken up. I mean, I had road rash because no. I was wearing shorts. And road rage. <laughs> yeah, road rash and road rage. I was wearing, you guys, the most ridiculous outfit. Yeah, give me the outfit. I'm waiting I was wearing shorts. <laughs> I was wearing a halter top <laughs> and my rainbow flip-flops. Because <laughs> it was like June in Charlotte. It's but that's the vibe on a, on a Vespa, man. Yeah, I did Come have my on. helmet on. Okay. But like, it was not motorcycle wear, okay. even though it's a scooter. It's scooter wear, honey. But still. <laughs> so I had road rash all up on my oh, leg. No. Like, my everything was hurting. But that's were, awful. How long did it take to heal your road rash? Um, long time, right? Yeah, I still have a scar. But oh, anyways, sorry. so this is the funny part. I mean, obviously, I was fine. I did have to take the ambulance ride to the hospital. That wasn't the hilarious part? You f- crashing? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the hilarious <laughs> part. So um, I had to borrow somebody's phone to call Aaron. Okay. And I'm like, call Aaron, call Aaron. So it's, he actually answered, which answering an unknown number, I feel like people don't do that these days. You know, why did you answer that phone? You don't know who this number is. <laughs> And so, and we, he lived like right around, we lived right around the corner from where my accident oh. was. And so he's like, okay, I'll be right there. So he like drives up. All of a sudden I see Aaron running towards me, <laughs> like David Hasselhoff. Love he's it. like running, running, running. Yes. So meanwhile, I'm getting packed up to go to the hospital. I'm in an ambulance. And Aaron's like, well, how am I going to get the scooter home and his car? Figure it out, Aaron. <laughs> so the firemen were there. Yeah. And so Aaron drove the scooter, and a fireman drove the truck, oh. and all of the firemen followed him to, like, it was like a parade. <laughs> oh my God. So big old Aaron is on a tiny scooter. Yes. There's a truck with an, a firefighter driving up behind them, and behind that truck is the big old fire truck yes. with all the men's on there. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. That is hilarious. It's like a parade. <laughs> and then my, I got the ambulance hospital bill was a thousand dollars. Damn. Just to, for the now, ride. Just for the ride. Damn, Gina. So yeah, guys, you can refuse an ambulance yes. ride. Call a lift. Call an Uber instead. <laughs> call, We're here for that. Yeah. Just don't get any blood on my back seat. Okay. <laughs> don't puke. That's all we got for today, guys. Hey, thanks for listening, y'all. We appreciate you. Um, you know the deal. Where to email us. Mm-hmm. Where to find us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. We'll talk to you soon. <gasps> Bye. Bye.